This is the Black Film Review. Finds out I got in trouble in school today. I'm definitely gonna be on punishment. Uh, there's a party tonight at Peter's house. Can I go? You're not going nowhere. Every little step you take will be around this bedroom tonight. Did you hear anything about a party tonight? Uh-uh. At least not any good ones. Hi critics, I'm Taz, your host for the Black Film Review. <laughs> Thank you everybody for joining us for episode two. I'm saying us like it's more than just me. Anyway, so (laughs) thank you for joining me for episode two of my podcast. I definitely appreciate the fact that you guys are taking the time out of your day to listen to me and my voice. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so I know last episode I um, said that I don't even know if I had an email address Um, But I know for sure I didn't have any social media um, handles to give you guys or for you guys to look up or anything of that sort. So I went ahead and, you know, made some socials so you can follow the Black Film Review podcast on IG and on um, Twitter at the BFR podcast. Um, And then you can also send me an email um, if you have any suggestions for anything of the show for like things I can do better um, things I could start doing things that you just want me to know about your views on the movies that I'm reviewing or even um, suggestions sorry (laughs) think of the word suggestions for um, my next movie to review um, so that email address is theblackfilmreview at gmail.com. It's spelled just like the title of the show. So if you need help, just go there, look for it. I promise you, it's great. Uh, <laughs> so I look forward to hearing from you guys um, to have conversations. So that's going to be amazing. Um, I also want to do a quick shout out to everyone who actually provided me feedback. Um, and I had a lot of feedback and it's funny and I'm laughing and I'm giggling because someone gave me feedback about me saying um so many times and I'm trying my hardest to not say um but I just recorded a whole nother version of this and literally it's filled with ums so (laughs) I want to try my hardest I can't guarantee anything just because like it's me I'm weird I'm, I'm I'm just weird and I'm annoying sometimes so I'll try my hardest I just hope that you guys can get through it and it's not as annoying to you guys. If it is, please provide me with feedback and I will definitely make sure to try even harder than I am going to be today (laughs) to make sure that you guys do not keep hearing ums from me. But anyway, so let's get to the film of the day, which is House Party. Yes, House Party, the movie with Kid and Play, you know, the movie that everybody talks about how they want to have a party like that. The movie that... I don't know where else I was going with that. But anyway, so House Party was released in March of 1990 and it was written and directed by Reginald Hudlin. I'm happy I said his name right because I definitely didn't before. Anyway, <laughs> Hudlin. Um, it was 
rated a six out of five, six out of five, a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. And it also has a very high score on Rotten Tomatoes at a 93%, which I'm shocked because Rotten Tomatoes, I feel like gives like every film shitty, shitty reviews like I don't know what it is about it I don't even know how their like review system works but I feel like this is the highest score I've ever seen and now because of that I'm gonna be on a search for high reviews and percentages given by Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) all right so moving on to the synopsis I know last episode I was like oh yeah I'm gonna give you guys a synopsis and then I ended up telling you guys how much I hated all the synopsis I found and that I was just gonna go and replay the movie and I know that's a thing, <laughs> um, but I'm not going to do that this time. This time, I'm going to give a synopsis <laughs> and then I'm going to move on about different things from the movies that I want to pull out and talk about. So give me one moment because clearly I'm an idiot. And even though I just did this, I was like, oh, no, let me get out of the synopsis like a jack anus. Alrighty. Oh, I don't even have it up anymore. I hate to hear you guys. <laughs> All right, so I have it up. We're all good to go. All right, so. Plays parents are out of town and he is planning the house party to end all house parties. His best friend kid wants to go more than anything, knowing Sydney, Tisha, Campbell, Martin, old girl, Gina, you know her. Um, The hottest girl in school is sure to be there. But when kid gets in trouble, sorry, when kid gets into a fight in school, his father grounds him. Still determined to go, kid sneaks out. I don't like this synopsis either, you guys. It, (laughs) I don't like it because of the fact that it lies. Like I, or at least I feel like it lies. Like it says that he's like, was going for Sydney. But if you watch the movie, if you've seen it, or if you go watch it after this, you're gonna see that in the beginning of the movie he was literally like any how I pictured high school boy or just high school person like me myself included high school child that is there and it's like well I wasn't like 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 you know you could think somebody's cute but like you're not really liking them or feeling them until like you like you don't like there's no like in feeling them like you're like oh I like them I think they're cute that's that you only start to like and pursue them and stuff like that like when you know that they like and pursue you or they pursue you I don't know how to explain it but either way I think y'all understand what I'm trying to say and that is what exactly I feel happens because in the movie when he is going after uh Tisha Campbell I didn't look up the lady's real name but I'm gonna try to stick with everyone's movie name so Sydney and Shanae, Ch- 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 I don't know what her name is. It's something with an S and it ends with Nay. So I'm going to just go with Shanae. Um, so when it, the first attempt at like the first conversation he has with them, you don't really know who he's into like at all. And then as he develops into the movie, you he like and it gets to like the actual party and everything like that you could tell he's after Shanae and like there's scenes where he's after Shanae and then it's just like scenes where like he ends up with Sydney because he ended up with Sydney like that's that like it, it it's later on revealed in the movie that they like apparently like were friends and like 
might have he might have had a crush on her which I mean he could have because they actually end up quote-unquote together so I guess it makes sense but you guys it was just it I don't like the synopsis like they just end up together and that's just how I feel about it because that's who he ended up turning out to be interested in or who was giving him more attention than you know making it easier for him I guess in a sense because low-key she was kind not thirsty but she was just like it seemed like she might have wanted attention but I'm gonna digress and I'm not gonna go into that any further because I was once to a high school girl and that was a really rough time for me so I understand it like I I 100% understand the weirdness that you feel as a high school girl and I'm not gonna even dive into that at all so <laughs> with that being said, that we cleared that up. I also want to say that Shireen then ends up with Play because Play apparently is the only one in the movie that knows who he's going after for the whole night. Like he, I mean, don't get me wrong. He ends up like being seen and spotted and driving around other females and talking to other females. But he's like, I want her. He even calls her a project girl or a project chick or something. But he liked the fact that she's from the projects and he cool with it. And he they they gonna end up together. And they do. They yeah, they they cool together. They cool. I think they even like set up like to go on a date or something at the end of the movie. I can't really remember. But anyway. So <laughs> I feel like I'm just replacing um with so. Anyway, you guys. Um so yeah, so there's so many not well, it's not so many, but for me. It's so many shocking celebrity appearances, like celebrities that like when people talk about the movie, literally, I feel like they only focus on um, Sydney, Shernay, and then Kid and Play. Like literally, like that's all they focus on. They talk about them. They're like, oh, you know, everyone's on the memes. Oh, I just need my light skin and or dark skin friend who compliments me so we can be light skin and dark skin together. La 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 la. Like, and they literally, I feel like that's like the theme of like why people especially today talk about the movie but no you guys there's like a lot of celebrities in this movie like crazy right like okay so the first person who likes he's like in the opening scenes I'm really excited because if you know me you know as a kid baby kids was like my favorite movie I don't I think it was literally it was my first introduction to like um to Oh, to like animations, like it, cartoons. <laughs> I don't even know, like, because in the movie, like the movie's wild. Like the words, like that, that's definitely not a kid's movie. Even though animation is a, it's an animated film. It's not a kid movie. And I think that's why I like it. And that's why I was drawn to it because it was like, he was talking and speaking like every other old person I know. And old person, I mean like an adult. <laughs> at that time that was me as a kid and it was just amazing anyway so robin harris was in it and i was just like so happy to see him like and i knew as soon as first of all they just showed him i knew it was him his bug eyes i like i knew i that man (laughs) has a hole in my heart and i don't know why he's just so funny it was just like a great time to be alive as a kid and (laughs) it was just amazing i'm happy i was able to experience this movie like this movie is so good i love it honestly i really do it's it's great it's a great movie um but so he is in the movie he plays kid's dad who's like a hard-working like overprotective well, he's not overprotective he's just like i guess he's overprotective because at this point kid and mom has passed away so he's like his only parent he has and that's 
seems to be the only child he has so he just wants to make sure his kid's good and doing good and not acting out um especially like you know doing with the death of his mom and stuff but he's yeah and (laughs) sorry I just like started to start another sentence like I do normally. I'm trying to also slow down because I'm getting tongue tied and that happens when I'm like excited and I talk a lot or talk fast. Sorry. Uh, So he's in the movie. I love him. Oh, sorry. Ah, That was loud. Anyway, he's great. It was amazing. I was excited to see him. His little bug eyes, his bug eyes. I love them. Like, it's just, I love bug-eyed people. It's crazy. And I, like, was talking about it with, like, people that, like, you know, I was, like, talking and having conversations with people about the movie and the different people that were in it and the things that I, like, pointed out and pretty much the things I'm going to talk about in the podcast today. And uh, someone was, like, and I brought up, like, Little Dirk. Like, if you guys don't know who Little Dirk is, like, I'm assuming a lot of you guys do know who he is, but he's a rapper. And his eyes, he has, like, crazy bug eyes, and I love it. I, I love it. Like, I just, that's something about bug eyes. But anyway, my sister and my friend told me that I like bug eyes because I too have bug eyes. So I don't think I do, but apparently I do. So yeah, that might be linked to that. But honestly, the most surprising for me cameo in the movie was freaking Martin Lawrence, you guys. Like, Martin Lawrence is in this movie. Like, he plays the DJ. I want to say his name is like Bell or Belel or something. I don't know what his movie, his name was, but they kept calling him Dragon Breath because I guess his breath stung. But like the fact that Martin Lawrence was in this movie and it's not regularly talked about is crazy. But every time I brought it up to somebody, they were like, uh, yeah, I knew Martin Lawrence was in that movie. And I'm just like, no, y'all didn't. Y'all didn't know Martin Lawrence was in the movie. Stop lying because he, y'all, I, I was shocked. Like, like so shocked like to the point I every time I talked to somebody about it or anytime someone brought it up I was like yeah because did y'all know Martin Lawrence was in it like and it was like yeah Taz I know mm-hmm. yeah you're a little slow but I know it's he's in it and I was like all right whatever bunch of haters and they always try to run my parade <laughs> anyway so that last shocking for me a cameo that came in from a um I keep seeing cameo for uh, Martin Lawrence, but Martin Lawrence was actually like a character in the movie. It wasn't a cameo. Um, and from what I know of Martin Lawrence, he wasn't even big then. So I guess that makes sense why at the time people weren't talking about him being in the movies. But, you know, I was born five years after the movie released. So at that point, people should have been talking about it, in my opinion. But I digress. Anywho, John Witherspoon was in it, you guys. Like, yes, like, pow 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 John Witherspoon you know he was in the movie and I so I was like googling it or whatever looking him up and stuff like I mean I google a lot like honestly if you know me I'm always googling stuff and he y'all his last name is not really Witherspoon like he his last name is a Weatherspoon like weather like the weather outside yeah and I was like really shocked and I don't know if you guys know that but if y'all don't know I just put a new wrinkle in y'all brain if y'all do know that's wild and I feel happy to be a part of that club now to know that his last name is Weatherspoon and I appreciate you guys for holding out on that secret you know and leaving it up to Siri to tell me what his last name really was (laughs) um what else see the um stuff y'all I'm over here losing it uh, anyway, so uh, this movie has like some a lot of crazy stuff that happens in it. Like, so 
like as I mentioned, kid like gets to the point of um where he he gets beat up in school and the people that beat him up like they're not like they want more they want to finish him off like the dude and his friends who also happen to be a part of a rap collective from new york full for full force so shout to them they was in the movie they made a cameo that was it was really funny because they literally like not everyone looked of high school age but it really gave high school vibes like i am really happy that this movie was made because it's one of the rarest movies where you know no one is of high school age but they look like they could be well not they don't all look like they could be but they it, they all sound like they could be they really committed to these roles and it could be simply I didn't look this up but it could be because it might be most of their first roles or like they knew to acting you know but either way they did a great job of portraying high school students and I definitely appreciate it because you know it was great anyway so I have a list of like shocking scenes at least to me that were like shocking in the movie so throughout this movie um for those that have seen it and have not seen it there's these two white cops that are like you know doing white cop things when they see black people honestly like (sighs) living while black is an experience (laughs) and I feel like this movie does a great job of portraying how like much cops will go out of their way to just harass you and annoy you like literally and they literally do that every time that they're shown interacting with people like the first interaction they have is with kid after um he like leaves he sneaks out the house or whatever and literally like they talk about how he um like they I think the first like the first thing they say to him is like something about eraser head because he has like the high top fade and and I'm just like what like what who why like cops just say the darnest things I'm just like it's crazy because I could see a cop saying that like I can see a cop totally being that disrespectful and thinking it's cool and it's appropriate for them to act that way but they harass him a bit um and then they end up like letting him go like it's like oh well you look like you are um like you're not like you like stay out of trouble because you look like you're about to get into it or something like that like but that's like their theme of the night and it's like wild crazy because it's just like ugh, cops you know but like not all cops are bad cops I know that but like ugh, cops ugh. anyway but I like cops so I just want to put that out there I'm one of those people that I like cops I genuinely do ugh. yeah anyway I'm not gonna go too deep into that so everyone has like these hard not everyone but most people have these horrible interactions with him and it's just with, sorry with them like robin harris who is that oh what i also want to mention was about so when i googled robin harris to get his last name because for some reason i thought his last name was hood and i don't know why anyway um he actually died like 11 days after the movie premiered like and so that was crazy to me like so this might actually be in fact the last movie he's in I'm almost certain it is I didn't look into it that much because I got distracted like I do a lot and moved on to the next topic that was on my brain but any who um then they have interaction with him and you know he's like any like he's a comedian so he like literally as soon as the cops start talking to him he's like cracking jokes and he was like one of those inappropriate comedians where he was like yeah y'all seen baby kids but if y'all haven't he was like cussing the cops like i want to say he didn't call him a dickhead but like 
he, they was, he was just like wallet. He was like, yeah, because I was over here minding my business. Like, and he just kept talking about the fact that he was minding his business and they started minding his business with him and he didn't need them to do that. And that's pretty much what they're doing. And then they had like, they're like, oh yeah, well you fit the, pres- you fit the um, description of like some person that did a crime. And I'm just like, y'all like, dude, like the man, like Reginald Hudlin literally wrote this movie like you know that that was a black man who wrote the movie because I feel like oh it because it's like he literally said everything that goes through like at least my mind when I get pulled over by the cops and I know that they're only pulling me over because I'm black like and you can instantly tell as soon as you get pulled over by a cop but all the interactions they have the cops have this one scene where they pull over the bullies because they're like driving in the car trying to like find kid and beat him up and pretty much just terrorize stuff like they um get to a point in the movie where they're like oh yeah like let's they get to play's house for the um the the party but play like won't let them in like they're like no you can't come in like it's not happening so they go back to the one guy's truck and they're like oh let's burn this place down and like well one the guy is like yeah let's burn this place down and his friends are like i don't know if we should burn these people down like we should kill these people but like we could definitely like do some property damage and (laughs) that was just funny to me but anyway so the cops like catch them because john Witherspoon's character calls the cops on them because he's the he i guess he's supposed to be trade the annoying neighbor but he's the annoyed neighbor and he's not for all that loudness and everything that's going on and he's like you're dumb i don't need none of it in my life you're dumb you're dumb and um so he's like calling the cops he has a whole funny scene like with the cops as well well not with the cops himself but um not themselves but with the dispatchers where he's like telling them fuck them like he's like yeah fuck you fuck you too like (laughs) it was hilarious like i just this movie has a lot of gems in it and i hope i'm giving it just like doing justice with this review you guys i really do um but so yeah so the cops like stop them and they're like oh like you're under arrest like and arrests arrests them puts them in the cop car with them and then goes to proceed to the guy calls it in to let them know that they're coming in with these three perps or whatever and the one cop is like no we don't need to call it in we could just take them down to the um to the uh I want to say the riverfront but I don't think he said the the docks I think he said the docks and we could just do that and like we can we can we could show them like who's boss pretty much and later on after they um it, after it goes back to the three guys the three bullies they are like oh the cop beat us up like the one guy is like yeah the cop didn't have to do all that to my back and my ribs like I'm in pain now and I'm just like oh that's just crazy like it's just it's so sad that like the same stuff with like the police is like something that is still happening like that is still something that could very so much happen today and probably does happen on a regular in big cities and it's ridiculous it's so crazy and so ridiculous <sighs> because it's just like so stressful but then I definitely skipped um over some stuff so after they so another funny and like funny scene to me like a shocking scene is like so they're um so kid is like running after he gets done with the cops he sees them they well they see him they like try to run him over with the car and like he um goes on a chase they end up hopping out of the red 
Wrangler that they're driving in and they chase him. He, kid, jumps over a fence and ends up in this man's backyard. But the man and this lady are having sex and like, it's like so vulgar. Like, it's just like so crazy. <laughs> the movie is literally like, like one of those late night comedy type of things. But the dude is like having sex or whatever, like to the point that they're like, like they're even like talking during the sex. Like, it's hilarious. And then like he notices kids in the back and then he can also see, I'm a, I believe so he can see them like looking through the fence as well. So he like pulls out his, in the middle of sex, he's still like at no point does he stop having sex with this lady. He goes, gets the gun out the drawer and like just starts shooting. I He does stop having sex to start shooting, I believe. I, at least I think though. So. I think he walks up to the window, but it's just hilarious because it's like, it's just, it's, it's just hilarious. Like he asks who's like vagina it is. It's just, y'all it's hilarious i love this movie <laughs> i just can't i'm sorry and i know i keep saying the same things about how it being hilarious but i love this movie so much it's so great uh so yeah like that was wild and then that's what after the gunshots go off the cops then turn back around they're like okay like some clearly something's happening so before the man starts shooting kid jumps over the fence and starts running he ends up running into this um this I don't I'm a, I don't know if it was a fraternity or sorority but it was like one of those parties and it's like a bunch of old people quote-unquote adults and um this DJ but the party's like really whack it's okay like joins the party he's like yeah like he's about to try to rap or something like that um he like starts like you know like trying to hype up the crowd like he's like wave your hands in the air wave your hands in the air but he's like getting disappointed because it's a bunch of high sedity black folk and they don't they're like why is he on the stage like what's going on I'm not waving my hands in nobody's air and um and he does this thing where freaking um oh so like they come through the shrubs that he came through and they see him and they like try to get through him and all this other stuff and a lot that happens like to the point that one of the uh um guests at the party ends up getting hurt um who then ends up turns out to be sydney tisha campbell character parents anyway so they get hurt the cops come and the cops are like have them have kid and all the bullies down on their knees with their hands up and the guy's like I don't want to press charges I don't want to press charges and the cop is like oh you don't want to press charges Ugh, they're not going to speak they're too scared to speak and all this other stuff so it just goes into like they really got some very very stereotypical um the cops played very stereotypical roles and I I thought it was interesting because of the fact that that stuff still happens today it is something that's still very prominent in what's going on in the world right now that we still live in so it's freaking crazy um but a really funny like a good like a shocking I'm, i keep saying funny but these are my shocking scenes you guys so i don't know why i keep saying funny anyway so when sydney's go when sydney's sister when sydney goes to pick up shanice shanae uh shanae makes her like her little brother peanut <laughs> Because she a project girl, in kids' words. I mean, in plays' words. Um, go make them some Kool-Aid. Because they ran out of Kool-Aid. But Sydney, you know, I, I think they... I'm going to say that they played on the fact that she was, quote-unquote, light-skinned. You know, that cold colorism thing that runs, you know. And how she's real high sedity. She's not from the project. So, she's like, eh. And she, but she didn't want any Kool-Aid. Like, from the rip, she was talking about, oh, Kool-Aid is not that good. Like, she she was sketchy about the Kool-Aid. So, the little, so she tells the little brother, Shanae... Shay Shay. I'm gonna just call her Shay Shay or Nay. 
I'm gonna call her Shay Shay. I like that one then better. Anyway, so she goes and she's like, oh, go make us some Kool-Aid. And he's like, all right. And then he, he acts like the most... Uh, uh, I hate it here, y'all, because it's like, it was just like some ter- quote unquote stereotypical black things. Like he was like, do you want cherry? Or, or do you know? I don't know if he said cherry. I think he said red. Do you want red or grape? And she was like, red. So I'm happy he wasn't making grape Kool-Aid, but yeah. Anyway, so she goes inside to go get her jacket to leave for the party. And they like walk past him making the Kool-Aid. But literally he's sitting over there with like, not even like, I want to say maybe two thirds of the picture is full of like liquid the kool-aid and then he's like sitting over there just pouring a whole bag of sugar in the kool-aid like and they like even talk about how much sugar he's pouring in there and he's still pouring he's like paying attention not a, he's not paying them any mind you guys like it's ridiculous and um sydney is like yeah just looking at that makes my teeth hurt i don't know how y'all drink that and Sinead's like no this is good like girl it's really good you missing out like pretty much and i'm just like yo that was so i <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, that was like so shocking. Like, not that like I didn't get offended, but it was funny. And it was just like, why is he pouring all of that sugar in the Kool-Aid? Like, I haven't had Kool-Aid in forever, so I don't know if that's still a thing that people drink. But God damn, y'all. Like, it was so much sugar. It was ridiculous. Like, literally, and I'm a sugar freak, but that really was making my teeth hurt as well. It was very, very weird. Very weird. So now I'm going to move to the funny scenes. Oh, you guys, I kind of actually, I'm going to go back. You guys, I've rated this stuff. <laughs> uh, but since I skipped it, I'm going to just rate, I'm going to tell you each category's rate that I gave them. It's all out of 10, but I gave each category a score so I can give it a final review and give it a number and a percentage. Uh-uh, so I could be like writing tomatoes and I M B D or DB or whatever the thing is. Anywho, so um, so the funny scenes are hilarious. So there's this one um, funny scene. So I did talk about the one funny scene that I want to talk about with um, Robin's interaction, kid's dad, interaction with the cops. I thought it, that was the best part of the movie, like for me at least, or one of the best parts. Not it was one of the best parts for me because it was funny. Like it, his his scene was literally like that of any black person who like literally knows that they're being like I said getting pulled over because they're black and they know that that's why the cops are harassing them so it was hilarious because he was actually like speaking his mind and the things that run through your mind if you're not one of those bold people that test the cops you know it was great (laughs) and I loved it it was like I think that everyone should look up that scene I'm pretty sure it will be on the internet itself because it's such a great scene um but another one that's hilarious to me is so once he decides that he as a kid once kid decides that um Sydney is the girl he's after which doesn't make any sense because when he's like walking them home I'm almost certain he tries to kiss Shanae like he does again like he really anyway y'all I don't have time for it because it was crazy and it was ridiculous and then sorry I'm gonna just make this little side note about the whole situation with them um with him not really knowing who he wanted they're like and you could tell Tisha Campbell's character Sydney is getting upset because it's like why like what's going on like she definitely is like the teenage girl that's just confused like she's like why does everybody want my friend and not me and definitely 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 you see it but anyway so um 
when he finally like you know quote unquote picks Sydney they're like in her room and they're about to like hook up or whatever and you guys know it was about to be a sex scene so I'm like in my mind I'm like oh my gosh are they gonna use a condom or are they gonna like notice sorry are they gonna noticeably use a condom so he pulls out this condom from his wallet because she's like uh uh-uh. uh like she hits him with a pretty much like no glove what is it no glove no love type of thing yeah so he pulls out this condom and he's like talking about how he's had the comment the condom in his wallet for like ever he pulls it out and he opens up the condom and like when he pulls out the condom it was dry like literally like bone dry like like it was dry so i'm gonna safely say that they did not end up hooking up that night um and her parents ended up coming home at that point anyway so he was like she was like you gotta go like get out of here like she starts changing into her night clothes because she knew she wasn't supposed to be outside anyway and it's just hilarious like that scene was so funny to me you guys really gotta watch it i feel like i'm not doing these scenes any freaking justice justice at all um but after that scene there is uh, a scene where he ends up getting he ends up running into the bullies again and at this point they're like really upset they're like i'm in pain i just got beat up by the cops i'm ready to beat somebody up like in there so they're really like after him so um he starts running again and they start following him but he the first of all as soon as he starts running he runs into this house like literally some random house it low-key looks like a like it it's a house in the hood honestly y'all and it really was like he like runs through it it's like uh, it was like a wake or something and like the people are like oh honey stop get some chicken before you leave or like but he runs like straight from front door to back door and then the car ends up popping up an alley with the three goons in it y'all it was this movie was really funny and i really love it it was so good it really was and i don't keep saying it but it was so good it was like anyway i'm gonna go into details about why i think it was a good movie (laughs) later on but so he's like running so the running through the alley part was funny to me um not sorry the running through the house part was funny to me but when he gets to the alley and starts running through the alley there's these two guys that starts running like towards him in the alley and they're like run like they clearly just hit a lick like the one dude has one of those um hair like the portable um hair heater thingies or hair dryers portable hair dryers but like the ones that you put over your head and you sit down the seat dryers i think that's what they're called i'm not sure y'all don't quote me anyway so the seat dryers on his head and the other one has like um he's like running with one shoe on because he's running from a dog who also has the other shoe in its mouth or whatever and so (laughs) he so kid because he sees a dog and he's like running from these people he's like oh and jumps into the refrigerator and I don't know why he jumps into the refrigerator I don't know why he thought that was a good idea it just didn't make any sense to me at all like at all um to the point that the cops pop up again these the two weird racist cops pop up again and they um they they try to stop the two guys that are running with they clearly just hit the lick but they end up running away because the cops start talking about um they start arguing about something or like bickering back and forth about something but they see um sorry i'm so um, i don't know i'm getting notifications on my phone i'm sorry anyway so they he is they end up seeing um y'all oh my god he ends up seeing kid kid in the refrigerator or them trying to get kid out the refrigerator or they got kid out the refrigerator and they start trying to like do some crazy stuff and beat them up so they see them they end up taking them all in i'm certain because 
they all end up in jail. So while they're in jail, they're like, they're, they digress with trying to beat him up for some odd reason. I don't know why, because I feel like that would have been a perfect time. But then they turn and try to get everyone to like them. And I, and I want to say, I was kind of falling asleep at this point, you guys. So don't like, I'm sorry. But anyway, I did try to rewatch it, but then ended up falling asleep again at this point. But long story short, don't watch movies that you plan to review while you're sleepy and you might make it through them. But I did make it through the movie, so don't think I did. But so they either tell him that like he's like gay or like he's like, I don't know, because at this point, all the dudes in there start trying to like touch him and everything like that. So he's like trying to get away. He like even talks about he was like, no, I'm not into that. Like, I want to say he mentioned stuff about like butt play and stuff. It was really weird, you guys. But and then out of nowhere he starts rapping as if like this was a um a musical like literally starts rapping like and I'm just like why is he rapping like this a musical literally popped out as if like he was Troy Bowden and he was sad because Gabriella wasn't talking to him like legit started singing out of nowhere if you guys don't know that that's a high school musical reference and yeah and I'm just gonna put that out there Anywho, so it, it was just so freaking funny. Like, it just annoyed me because it was like, those scenes, it was just funny. Even to the point that, like, when he finally gets bailed out, one, one, one. Anyway, any, <laughs> even when the point when he finally gets bailed out of jail from play and the girls and um, Martin Lawrence's character, they're like, oh, rapper guy or rap guy or you can stop rapping now like you're getting bailed out like and they like make a joke out of it and I love it like it was hilarious so yeah you guys (laughs) I'm sorry because I'm just thinking about it in my head and it's even funnier than I'm making it seem I promise you it is now I'm going to go into the fashion of it oh before I do that I want to talk about this scene that I didn't mention that I wanted to mention you guys in the movie John Witherspoon's character I want to say his name was Walter but I don't remember John John Witherspoon's character says something to the cops he's like yeah I paid $15,000 for this house $15,000 you guys $15,000 for a house he was literally in a two-story house like literally $15,000 and it was a single family home like it wasn't one it wasn't a row home it was a single family home for $15,000 in 1990 he probably didn't buy it in 1990 clearly but just think about that $15,000 that same house right now is probably going for like $200,000 it's ridiculous it's it's disgusting but anyway I digress and I want to talk about the fashion because fashion is like low-key my thing if anyone doesn't know that's my jam so I do plan on making fashion a part of all of the um shows that is going to be my thing that I focus on but for this movie um, I have like I pointed out some outfits like just different outfits that drew that grabbed my attention um, so they're Shanae's party outfit I loved her outfit like literally with the coat on with the coat off like it was fire y'all like it was fire it was like some it honestly for the time period it was great I do also want to say before I get into any more details I love this movie because of how realistic the outfits looked like it wasn't anything wild crazy where like 
it was hella expensive for the characters or like how they had to have money like you know how like in a lot of movies now like it's like oh really honestly especially when it's something that you know that people are going to be focused on the fashion it wasn't that and I and I like that and I appreciate that this movie for that I appreciate House Party and the creative director the producers anybody who had the um fashion director stylist whatever her title or his title was in the movie I give them credit even if it was the kids making their own outfits I give them the credit for having them in the movie um but anyway so her party outfit was fire the yellow it looked good on her skin it was like a more of like a um it was like a mustard yellow, but it was good. She paired it with a red jacket. It was great. I loved it, y'all. It was it was like a red motorcycle jacket. It was great. I loved her outfit. Literally like one of my favorite outfits. And then there was this girl in the scene. I only noticed her. She might have been in more clips, but the clip that I noticed her in was when Kid and Play were like rapping at the house party. And she had on this, um, she had like, blonde her hair I'm assuming was supposed to be blonde but you know if you don't put too much bleach in it when you have black hair or darker hair it's gonna come out gold and I love it but she had on this um Tarian um Taryn which is like plaid it's that's the proper name for plaid you guys um or it could have been a checkered pattern top I'm, I don't really remember but I know it did have black and red in it and that's why I said and thought that it might have been a plaid top but um so she had it on and it had like gold buttons on it and then like the rest of her outfit was just black but she looked so good in it like it just it was nice it was like honestly I prefer that honestly my top fit my top outfit like there's no outfit better than this outfit in the movie even Shanae even Nene what is that Shay Shay that's what we went with Shay Shay party outfit even Shay Shay's party outfit and then there I didn't like any Tisha Campbell's outfits in this movie so the fact I'm assuming they dressed themselves maybe I don't know but her outfits were trash all of them were weird and ugly and I just did not like them and she literally was like the worst of the 80s early 90s it was the 80s because it was March nobody had that much time to do much things for the 90s outfits then it was disgusting it was literally the worst of the 80s her all both her outfits I think the best outfit she had she might have had jeans on and that was it and that was when they went to go pick kid up from jail it was disgusting you guys um but there was this girl she was the hungry girl and she had on she first of all her haircut was fire she had these bangs and the bangs were like cut like the middle part of the bangs was like cut longer than the rest of the bang it, and it went like rent right it was a line with her nose it was fire y'all like literally fire I know I keep saying that but I mean it I liked her outfit her outfit was like her and this other girl had the outfits that like if you look at your mom's pictures from like when she was young depending on when your mom was born or like depending on how old you are it might have been your outfits that you were wearing um at this time but she had on the um the I can't even think of what kind of print the jacket was but it was like a blazer and it was black and white or like gray and black blazer and, and the rest of her outfit was like white I mean sorry was the rest of her outfit was black 
and it just looked so nice it was classy it was great she was hungry so I called her the hunger girl hungry girl in my notes because she like her and play had this whole thing about like where she's like oh where's the food and he's like you missed it and she's like man I always miss the food and he's like yeah there's a corner store down the street go if you hungry like I'm not feeding y'all like this ain't a, he legit says this is not a soup kitchen legit um and y'all y'all it was a great time I enjoyed it there was also a girl there at the party who had on um one of these tops that was like it was checker printed and it was pink and white and it was like oversized you guys know exactly what type of shirts I'm talking about and then she had on the shorts with the thick um black belt I loved it it literally was like I see my mom in an outfit like that I actually see my mom in a few of these outfits in her childhood pictures and I just loved it like I feel like everything just it was true to the to the decade in the early times of the decade like you know just leaving the 80s like it was it was I love the fashion of this like I said it was great it was so authentic in my opinion um and yeah it's just I'm done with the fashion but like I said I gave every um thing that I talked about like the shocking celebrities the shocking scenes the funny scenes and the fashion I gave them all a score out of 10 so for shocking celebrities because I genuinely was shocked about everybody that was in this movie that I didn't know was in the movie a 10 I loved it it was great it was great shock value um the shocking scenes I gave it an 8 just because it was it was something that was sad like it was it was like they were good scenes and it was funny I mean not funny but shocking and it was shocking scenes that we got but it was sad because it was true and a lot of it was true or it was like bad stereotypes that just are like not even bad stereotypes just weird stereotypes like with the excessive sugar and stuff um and then I gave that at eight and then I also gave fashion at eight because Tisha Campbell's Sydney oh girl she brings it down a lot y'all like a whole bunch I don't like it I her outfits were trash you guys trash her hair was even trash like I don't know y'all they didn't even I'm assuming that they dressed themselves because I don't see them really having a budget for this movie the way she was dressed and I know that sounds really bad but I just I don't see it I don't I don't see it because now black films today still barely get any budgets or get that much budget or just budgets films where it's just like black people having fun they barely get any budgets like girls trip barely got a budget but they made hella bread um and then the funny scene I gave it a 10 because I genuinely enjoyed every funny scene that I said it was hilarious you guys you guys need to see it so with that being said I gave my final review for the movie um it is a 9 out of 10 90 percent and yeah I really enjoyed this movie so would I see it again I watched it about three times so I would definitely more than happy watch it I will also be doing a review this will be the first of um you know if it has multiple movies so this is what this is the first movie that is seen that has multiple movies to follow that I also will be reviewing in later times um and I genuinely think I keep saying um I hope I did a better job this episode can't wait to get feedback for this you guys but anyway like I'm saying I would definitely watch this movie again it's great like I said in the beginning I don't even know if I said it on this recording but it's one of my favorite movies at this point um I loved it it was it was great it was a great time I appreciate 
it it was genuine it was genuine to me it like literally was a house party they had a house party it was a lot of house party vibes there was sweaty kids it was great I loved it like literally loved it they had a lot of old people playing young people but you know it's Hollywood and they do that on the regular I think that everyone should see this movie if they haven't because it's great literally thank you so much for everyone who took time out to listen to not only this episode but also the first episode i also want to give a special shout out to everyone and thank them so much for sharing and posting about me starting my podcast i definitely definitely appreciate that from you guys so much and then a big the biggest biggest shout out to everyone who provided me with feedback i hope you guys were able to see that I tried to take all the feedback I've received um, to make today's episode way better than last week's. I hope it came across that I was doing that. Um, And I'm just so thankful. And I hope you guys are down to stay on this journey with me and continue to listen to my podcast and watch me grow as I do this podcast. Um, Even to the ones who are just listening for the first time today, thank you all very so much. I definitely appreciate it. You guys can all follow um, the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at the BFR podcast. Um, Send us, well, I don't, us again. I don't know why I'm saying it again. Anyway, send me an email at the black, sorry, the black film review podcast at gmail.com at any time of the day any hour whenever you're listening to this if it's like five years later anytime you want to contact me do so please so much um and then you can also if you want to follow me on my private instagram and twitter at hush gotta post post has two t's in a did i say post i didn't mean to say post gotta has two t's and an a so that's hush gotta post thank you all so much i appreciate you guys more than you will ever understand thank you thank you thank you i hope you guys have a great rest of your day your evening your night